2: Hey, Passion and Purpose podcast. We're back today. What a great day. We've got Joe Ewan alongside Jimmy. And what we've been saying is that we're looking at these hierarchy of loyalties. Mm -hmm. But not only that, we're also having guest interviews. And so this is going to be a great conversation today. For me personally, just love getting to sit with both of you. uh, Thank you the last 20 years. And thanking apostolically and prophetically. Getting to receive from you, learn from you. And so I'm just i'm i'm really thrilled thanks for the opportunity um so why don't y'all take us into and look at act sure. 16. we've got apostles prophets what's give us some scriptural basis and conviction for that what's going on in our day
1: let, let, me, let me jump out here before we turn it over to joe because once he gets going I, I don't know if i can stop him <laughs> but with, with that, but uh so for for a little context um, when we first started off the antioch movement i was very hesitant about putting uh, labels on people because we were just a bunch of young people. And sometimes we try to identify who I am I, you know, and, oh, and right. put identity in the ministries of the Spirit mm-hmm. instead of our identity as sons and daughters of God. And once we're secure in being sons and daughters of God, then obviously our gifts matter and they become manifest and they begin to, you know, you might say, wow, I lead people to the Lord more than most people. Maybe I'm an evangelist or uh, I have a deep heart to shepherd people. Maybe I'm a pastor or uh, etc. But the one thing that I want to just say, even as we get into this discussion of apostles, prophets and all that, how that works together, remember that no gift given by god is the gift it's an it's a gift mm-hmm. and there are certain gifts that are needed for certain functions mm-hmm. and when they work rightly together under the lordship of jesus right. then jesus is glorified and people are helped yes mm-hmm. so it's never about hey i want to be an apostle because that seems to be the top of the food chain mm. that, that's embarrassing to right. even think that way right no i want to be uh, the top of the food chain is jesus his lordship and the beauty of right what he can do and remember he's all the gifts right yeah right <laughs> and so he lives in us and expresses his gifts yeah so i just want to say that to say even as we kind of dive into this and the lord is emphasizing hey we need to have our apostolic clarity our prophetic clarity our pastoral mm-hmm. clarity it's a it's an hour to be clear right. but in a mature way unto christ to Amen. present every man fully mature and established and all that jesus has for him to see mm-hmm. his church move forward Great. so just wanted to throw that out there as we start kind of diving in here on how does this, these gifts work together for the greater glory mm-hmm. and we also could say hey how does the pastor and teaching gift work together how does mm-hmm. the right. administration and evangelism you know there's there's all these beautiful combos right but i think the apostolic prophetic is most emphasized in the new testament because Ephesians two nineteen twenty said the church is established on the apostles yeah. and prophets. So mm-hmm. there's a, a lead piece here that establishes the church, right. so that all the gifts can flourish when this one gets right. It's great. All right, go dog. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> love the
0: conversation. And uh, you know, um, t- when I when I you know I used to work with a group back in the UK, and we would have a conference every year, and inevitably it would end up around about uh, Ephesians four eleven, mm. And you know, as Jimmy was saying last week, we've got the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and we've, we've got the gifts of the Father in Romans 12, the motivational gifts, and then we've got Christ's gifts. But Christ's gifts are, we, can, we, we all have motivational gifts, we all have spiritual gifts, mm-hmm. but Jesus chooses he said he gives some eyes, yes, right. and so not all are going to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, right. pastors, and teachers. But we need all in a team ministry, right, yes. working together, mm-hmm. understanding that apostles and prophets lead the way. Mm, right. Now, this is you know, I think we in Britain we certainly got stuck on Christ, uh, um, cultural Christianity. And I would have to graciously say I've seen it here as well Mm -hmm. where we got stuck with a a title senior pastor or Mm -hmm. lead pastor or something like that. And it's not in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, But apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are all in the Bible working Mm, together. together. So I grew up uh, as a young pastor, leader and uh, planted a church. And then the guy that was over me in the Lord, um, he first recognized something prophetic happening in my life, Mm. and would have called me on his team as one of the prophets. Mm. And then after we planted three churches, he came back to me and he said, now next conference we're going to recognize the apostolic nature of who you are and what you've done, because you've planted churches and that's what the the Apostles do, they pioneer planting churches with the prophetic alongside and as the two work together it's like the two-edged sword you know it needs to be sharp both ways and um, but the prophetic is you know it's so easy to let the prophetic lead and if it's leading without the Apostle then there's something missing Mm -hmm. Um, and it can easily step over into pride and titles. You know, like Jimmy's saying, we talk about titles and, um, you know, when we want a title, we sometimes think we're entitled. When we're actually servants, right? And we're Mm -hmm. only here to serve. Who needs a title? Mm. Just give me a couple of chairs to lay out on the floor (laughs) and just keep my feet on the ground. Mm. Because to me, that's one of the important things. Mm -hmm. And yes, out of you comes who you are, right? You know, that's who you are, that's what you're gifted for, and that's what you're anointed for. Mm -hmm. And it's knowing and understanding that anointing. Mm -hmm. So we would do. Teach on the, you know, who is a typical apostle or who, you know, and I would always, as a pastor, I would always say I would love to have been like him. And uh, Jack Hayford, to me, he's a fivefold mm. pastor. Yeah. More than in it, and, and I love to listen to him, and I love though he he he, you know, to me, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, if you're listening to this, but. He, he's forever apologizing for the things he's just about to say. Mm. And he's just so nice about it. But yet he gets his point home mm. and he feeds the sheep. Mm. The apostle is going to help to, the, the sheep to see where they are going. He's the one, the carrier of the vision, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, and the, 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 the prophet comes alongside that, always seeking to keep the apostle and the rest of the ministry is on point. Hey, the vision is this, are we still sticking to that vision? Are we holding true to that? Mm -hmm. And so it's as they both work together. Mm -hmm. And um, and studying the book of Acts, you know, you have Peter. Peter, Jesus speaks to Peter and you know, um, Peter denies it. You're going to deny me, Peter, but I'm praying that your faith doesn't fail. Mm. And he holds that prayer, saves Peter, if you like. And Peter, in John 21, Jesus prophesies over him. He said, hey, you don't need to worry about John. Leave that to me. But this is what's going to happen to you. And when you're old, they're going to lead you in ways maybe you, you, you didn't want to go or whatever. Right, right. And, and then it comes to is it, is it Acts 12, where Peter is in prison. Mm-hmm. And if you read that and look at the Greek in some of the words uh, John is a John that that got it wasn 't John that was killed it was um and and james 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 gets killed by Herod. Peter realizes that he 's going to be next up, and he's he 's put in prison mm. and it says that Peter was sleeping, and if you read that in the Greek it it 's the sleep of death. He was sleeping the sleep of death. Mm. He had given up on his ministry. He had taken off his cloak, the Greek, his mantle. He had put his mantle aside. He would taken off his shoes. He had lost his peace. Mm. Mm. and he's lying there and he's sleeping the sleep of death and an angel comes and actually gives strikes him a blow to waken him up (laughs) and that's what it means to strike with an implement Mm. to wake him up from the sleep of death Mm. Mm. told him to get up on his feet as soon as he got on his feet his chains fell off Mm. Peter didn't know if he was in the spirit or in the flesh Mm -hmm. but he's out of the 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 prison in that moment Mm -hmm. but because he was alone in prison he had lost sight of the vision
1: yeah it's good
0: death and grief had crowded in on him and he had lost sight of his vision Mm -hmm. and who he was and the thing he had lost sight of was what jesus had said to him when you were old he wasn't old at this point Mm. in his ministry but he was sleeping the sleep of death because he had given up Wow. And how many of us in this time, you know, mm-hmm. ministers, apparently 450 ministers have died in the, U- in the United States in the last the last two years. Really? I read that statistic mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. And but how many of them died because they gave up? Interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, how many have died spiritually because mm-hmm. they've given up on mm-hmm. a vision that God gave them because they haven't seen it fulfilled yet? Mm-hmm. You know?
1: So let me, let me jump in
0: here. So, again,
1: I love these podcasts because you never never know where they're going to go. But, but here's what I want to admonish everybody. The, the kind of, from my perspective, one of the first, if not <clears throat> the first, apostolic clarion calls in the Old Testament was Abraham, mm. where God said, I'm coming, leave your mother and father, I will build... Through you, the families of the earth will be blessed. There'll be no end. So there's this apostolic call to Abraham. And Paul picks this up in Romans chapter 4, 18 through 22. And he says, In hope against hope, Abraham believed and became a father of many nations. Amen. So a part of the apostolic call is to experience depression and to address it and believe through it. Wow. Yeah. Right? Because a visionary can see, but can't always make it happen. Mm. And in that in between time, if the visionaries alone, then they get so depressed that they can't literally see straight. Oh. And you need the prophetic yeah. and you need the team mm. to say, no, amen, wake up, we need you on point, we right. need you to wake up and lead and to overcome this depression, this oppression, mm. uh, and believe because we need that fathering grace again. for uh for the nations of the earth you know. so um every visionary leader goes through this challenge of the sleep of death <coughs> right it is it yeah. is the despair because you see what can be but it's not happening and um and and i and i say that again to say uh no matter how anointed a visionary leader is the the thing that the visionary leader struggles with the most is being alone well, mm-hmm. And when they're alone, then they're susceptible mm. to sin, but also to discouragement and depression, and to immobilization. Mm. So the visionary can't be alone. Wow. And so yeah. God's given gifts in team ministry wow. so that the visionary's
0: not alone. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and, and Abraham, and, and also in Luke 4, yeah. we're told to follow in the footsteps of our father Abraham. Yeah, Abraham, right,
1: and we've been given that uh, you know, Galatians talks about yeah. we are sons of Abraham Amen. for those who live by faith. Mm-hmm. That faith is the igniter that puts us in the lineage mm. or the spirit of Abraham. Hebrews eleven. Well, yeah. this isn't about Abraham, but oh, hey, just get me it, going. On yes, Abraham. we're, we're going. Yeah, we're going all day. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that good, good, uh, good word about this alone thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge. Now it's not just for the visionary leader. None of us should be alone, and that's why God's given yeah. us the body. That's mm-hmm. why God's given us the church. That's that's why I'll just say this: It is stupid to isolate yourself. Amen. Proverbs 12, 1 for the verse on that, and because the enemy just waits for the sheep to be alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the wolves follow the sheep herd. Mm-hmm. The wolves just follow and wait. Mm-hmm. They've got time. Right. Amen. They know because yeah. yeah. eventually a sheep's going to wander off, get mm-hmm. isolated, and then they're done. Right. That could be leader or follower. Mm-hmm. Now we're all sheep, mm-hmm. so. Be careful.
0: So jump into yeah. Acts 16. Help us. Yeah. Help us say, what, is, what did... Well, the, here was Peter alone, and he's, and by the grace of God, he got delivered through yeah. the, with the prayers help of the, of the saints, angels, yes. and the prayers, the prayers of the saints. The prayers of the people. The, the church prayers of the saints, yeah. Yeah. And then in chapter 16, you've got Paul and Silas, and they're in the prison at Philippi. And... Um, there's a church needs to be birthed in Philippine. Mm-hmm. and there they are. They're in the prison. Mm-hmm. They're in the inner prison. It's midnight. They've been beaten by rods. They've been they've been whipped. I mean, if you go through all that, yeah, I remember Rick Renner teaching yeah. on all run. the different tough, suffering. Tough, tough they were. They were. It, it was just a tough place for them to be. And I just imagine Paul's in. What was that song again, Silas? <laughs> Come on, Silas. Yeah, Just give me. us a few bars. <laughs> I don't think it was like a Sunday set there, you know. I don't know how their voices were, mm. but it was beautiful to the Lord mm. as they worshipped and as they prayed. Mm. And if you put a, an apostle and a prophet in the same environment mm. of faith, mm-hmm. no matter where it is in the world mm. or in a situation, everybody's chain's gonna fall off. Wow. Mm. Because yes. that's what happened here. Right. Every prison door opened, every chain fell off, mm-hmm. and anybody could have left that prison. Wow.
2: Mm-hmm. But I, I mean would would you both I uh, hope the answer is yes, this is rhetorical. <laughs> uh, say that there has to be that uh, that trust and that healthy relationship oh, between apostle and yeah. prophet. So what would you both say that you've learned over the years if we look at Acts sixteen that's been helpful in y'all, you know, relating together
1: rightly? Huge, huge oh, that's huge amazing, yeah. Well, uh, just throw out a few thoughts, right? <clears throat> you can't compete and complement at the same time.
2: You might want to say that one again. Right.
1: <laughs> you you can't compete and complement at the same time. That's great. It would be, um, uh, the Lord spoke to me about Laura and I in our marriage, right? This isn't a competition for whose needs get to be met. Mm. It's a complementation so that you can be blessed. So, there is that, that acknowledgement of we need each other, mm-hmm. number one. Number two, we're different from each other, and mm-hmm. that's a joy instead of a discouragement. Right. And I think what the thing that I would say probably for us, um, it was always pulling to one another instead of pulling away mm-hmm. from one another. We just, we just made decisions when we had little disagreements or whatever it mm-hmm. was. We never pulled away. We always pushed in, mm-hmm. and that, that's to Joe's honor. Uh, and and but I think both of us we're we're family guys. We yeah. don't in, in the end. We didn't get in this for ourselves. We got in it for Jesus and each other and yeah. for the people. So when it's when you and and this is not like some kind of weird covenant thing. It's it's in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody can make anybody be family. Nobody can make anybody get along, but you have to believe that you're called together. And if yeah. you're called together, then that's a family context, which means there's family conflict. But how do you do that? Get over it. You press towards each other, not away from each yeah. other. And and many times, I would say for both of us, I say for me, I realize, okay, if I don't have Joe, I'm incomplete. I feel if there's distance, and not usually it's just because of uh, geography for us then I feel like I'm missing something there, there's something missing for, for what God's wanting to do. But I would say, um, uh, but I would say also it, it's, it's not just about what I feel I'm missing personally, but I realize the people are missing something. Mm. So if it's really about him and them, then I must have my partner mm-hmm. and partners like this, or they don't get what they need and therefore we don't fulfill our call. Right. Yeah. Mm. What would you say?
0: Yeah. Well, it, it's about relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's about walking together in unity. Right. And, um, you know, I had this guy, Joe Eboge, and, and he's in heaven now. He's an, a Nigerian guy that I led into the prophetic about 25 years ago. And, you know, it was the, the thing that I, that I always wanted people to see was the unity mm-hmm. and how we work together. Because mm-hmm. as you're saying, there's no competition. Now here it's even more unique Cause I met Jimmy when he was twenty-two or twenty-three, yeah, 23 yeah. and you know I would call him up. I had no idea about time difference, but I would call him up in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning, in Scotland, thinking, "Oh, he'll be up." Hey, I'm just checking you out. Are you up yet? Are you praying today? And <laughs> and, and and I would literally say that to him. Because uh, 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 it was three in the morning. Right, it that's, was three that's in the cool. morning yeah. his yeah. time. But I, but, but I, I did learn. You know, and and then. We went to Russia together, and, uh, they, you know, yeah. and we had an e- experiences in the things of the Holy Spirit. I always remember they wanted me to do a seminar in the afternoon of the, after this meeting. It was the hardest meeting I think I'd ever been in. You were preaching, remember? Oh, yeah. and, and in the afternoon, we were teaching them on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I said, right, have you ever heard t- tongues and interpretation? And they're all kind of looking at me, yet. And I said, okay, then you're going to hear it today because I'm going to give a tongue, and Jimmy's going to give the interpretation. And we did. Yeah, of course, we did. And that's even, all God had to work with. Him. And so I, we were we were there. We were we there. Were. We were there, and we did it because it needs to, you know it needs to be seen. So so much was built through relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean I sat through many breakfasts at his house, and and um. What have you got to say to Pop, Unc- Uncle Joe today? You know, the kids mm-hmm. were praying for me, and mm-hmm. we were praying for the nations on mm-hmm. the wall yeah. and stuff, and they would go to school. And it would be a walk together, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. And a trust was built. Yeah. Right? Right. And I mean, I would always defer, of course. I would always submit. I mean, if you can't submit, mm-hmm. you're, you've lost it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never going to work. Yeah, yeah, let, me,
1: let me jump in here, here, because I, I would say that I want to make sure to clarify that. Okay, so uh, Joe is 15 years older than me, but he recognized the gift in me. Mm-hmm. And though he was always—it uh, started off as a father, and we became peers and friends, and he's still uh, a big brother in the Lord at the, at, uh, in, in the familial sense. But he he recognized the gift in me and submitted to it out of honor to God. Wow. And so he would always say, "Hey, this is what I think, but listen, you're going to have to make the call, and mm-hmm. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I'm going to warn you. <laughs> but, I, but I'm with right. you, you know." So he gave me the privilege to walk out my gift without um, me me being concerned about the relationship. Right. Uh, so he he believes in authority and submission, and mm-hmm. he exercised it. Mm-hmm. I never demanded it. Never. Mm-hmm have made a big deal about it, and we never even hardly talked about it, no, it but it's in it. his heart. Mm-hmm. And all I want to do is serve him and the Lord. So it's just, it's been a beautiful kind of mutual submission. Because so many times in meetings, I mutually submit to him, like him telling me to get up and interpret a tongue. Or, you know, he tells me what to do a lot too, <laughs> when, when, when it's his turn, right? right. When, when the prophet's leading, I follow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I need yeah. to be, sometimes he'll say, this isn't mine to lead. You know, he, get up, mm-hmm. lead. You need to tell the people where to go. So there's a mutual submission that's, mm-hmm. that's really powerful.
0: See, an example of that is, uh, you know, when we did the little on in Scotland, and we were, gonna, we were gonna demonstrate, we were gonna do the apostle and prophet thing. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have a, a, an encounter evening. And then he chooses to think, oh, well, this is your deal. You, I says, no, 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 no. <laughs> we are doing this together. So mm. I needed to draw him right back into the heart of it. And as soon as we were both mm-hmm. at yeah. the heart of it, Boom. the mm. power yeah. of God came. Right. And yeah. we saw people minister to, delivered, oh. set free. Power it was God. incredible. Right. But it, it's heart to heart. Is your right. heart with my heart? Yeah. Is my heart is yeah. with your heart? Yeah. And if we can have that level of togetherness mm-hmm. in it, and recognizing the anointings on one another mm-hmm. then you begin it's the equipping of the saints mm-hmm. for the work of ministry right you know it's it's never uh, just so that we can do something and get a name sure it's for the sake of the body it's for the mm-hmm. sake of the church right. that we love yeah and we want to see happen right and we want to see god do mm-hmm. something right yeah how many times have i rebuked you I mean through the years, more more than more than more than, than, my hands more than yeah. <laughs> Just keep your hands down, You'll get your toes up as well. No, in loving ways. So we've, oh, absolutely. We've done it. Yeah. We've changed the names of churches together, mm-hmm. and then we had to call, we called him in. Sure, I said, I'll get him to come. <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, and, and I remember the day I, we went out for lunch after a World Mandate, and. And I said, I've I'm gonna rebuke you today. And he lays down his fork and knife and cheddars and he said, Come on then, you 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 just do it, he said. And I said, Yeah. I said, You got up at World Mandate and you said, My name is Jimmy Seibert, and I'm senior pastor of Antioch Waco. And I said, No, I'm sitting there. No, you're not. You're the apostolic leader of the Antioch movement. Yeah, you're the pastor here. But you have a whole movement around the world that are listening in mm. and want to hear what the apostolic leader of the movement has to say. Mm. And then he started to change his language. <laughs> <laughs> he beat me more than once, yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh,
1: so, uh, hey, I know uh, we we got to kind of wrap up. So let me... Let me um, Let me just add one more element to the apostolic prophetic and the reason that we need each other. And again, this is just one set. There's multiple sets, uh, right, in scripture, of partnerships, but it's for the mission. So the other thing that has kept us with each other and in the game is the mission is that all men might be saved, that that salvation may come to the nation. So we carry a common call for the mission of the, the rescue mission of God, right. because here's the deal, and, and if you hear anything, just out right here, when it becomes about me, my, and I, if it was about my apostolic gift needs to be honored, and I need to cultivate and thrive, and all this self. Garbage mixed with uh, mixed with um, need in our own hearts versus absolute surrender. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus. It's His kingdom. It's death to self, mm-hmm. so that the world might be saved, so right. that people might get delivered. Joe has that attitude. I have that attitude. So it's not about who's an apostle, who's a prophet. It is because it matters, but it matters so that. Right so yep. that right. they might be saved right so when you get it in your mind and heart that it's about him and them and i'm here to serve mm-hmm. everything else works out yeah you can work through anything yeah. when him and them are at the central right. uh,
0: theme of of why we serve right and so I, and i like to share it from the point of view is that we're not just servants if you're only a servant you're going to end up grumbling mm. because someone else isn't serving mm. but as it says in Romans 8, we're serving as well, it doesn't say that exactly, but it, it we're sons that serve, yes. And mm-hmm. if you're serving mm-hmm. out of sonship, yes, who cares what anybody else is doing? Yes, mm-hmm. you're doing it unto the Lord, that you're doing it unto your father, mm. then. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if anybody else lift, mm. lifts a seat or whatever, because that's what you're called to do is to serve, and you're that's looking great. for that, you know, it's like. I always remember Sarah Hastings. She stood behind me at a world mandate and then, and, and I saw her there, but I wanted her to do to, to do the approach, and she touched me in the shoulder and stepped back. and I said, "Hey, can I help you with something?" And she said, "Would you come to my life group?" I said, "Yeah, I'll come to your life group, uh-huh. And um, would you really?" And you know and so I went to this life group on the campus. And the ple- they were hanging from the walls, you know, just students everywhere. I said, you've got a big life group. Oh, well, they heard that you were coming. I said, oh, I said, what do you want me to do? She said, oh, you can do anything you like. I said, no, I can't. <laughs> I have to submit to you tonight mm, because you you're the leader. Mm-hmm. I'm not the leader, but if I submit to you, then I can Anything do can whatever the Lord wants. Yes, you to do. come on. And if I can do do it that way, mm-hmm. but I have to submit to you first. And mm-hmm. as I say to people, I always walk into who's in charge, because that's who I'm keeping my eye on mm-hmm. to know mm-hmm. that I'm still under authority wow. and given the mm-hmm. place to minister in the way that God wants to. Well, wow. all authority flows works. from
1: authority. Yeah.
0: Whoa, whoa. <laughs> um,
1: all right, so Jordan, yeah. what do you hear us say and wrap it for us, bud? Yeah, so I've, I hear a lot of uh, relational heart trust that the two of
2: you have gone, <clears throat> you've gone low, you've done the Philippians too. you've maintained the attitude that was in Christ Jesus, and you've walked that out with a clear mission. Uh, together for not just for self actualization mm-hmm. and you getting yours, but for other people getting served. So it's the whole. Yeah. I mean, I think we started with Ephesians 4:13. We've done Ephesians 4:11 and the fivefold is you know 11, 12, 13. So I think for our listeners, like Jimmy said earlier, not everyone is going to Jesus is not going to call everyone to be an apostle and prophet, right? Mm-hmm. So, of the people listening, maybe some are, maybe some aren't. It doesn't really matter. I mm-hmm. think the thing we can all take away from is submitting one to one another mm-hmm. out of reverence for Christ. Yes, getting on the same page, getting clear mm-hmm. on mission. Yes,
1: and then running. I think that's what the, the, this podcast is all about. Amen. So Beautiful. All righty. Well, hey everybody. We love you guys. Amen. Uh, and journey with us, man. It's going to be a great two, three months run here. As we continue to talk about the hierarchy of loyalties, if you don't know what that is, you need to go back and listen to a couple of podcasts. <laughs> uh, and we're going to continue to get these hot topics with friends in the body of Christ, like Joe Ewan. All right, Amen. love y'all. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cybert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit JimmyCybert.com and Antioch.org. We'll see you next time.